Thank you all for listening. I am Eddie Ryder, and this is Designers Lane Podcast. I have two wonderful guests today that's building a home. Um, I'm working with them on their design. Before we introduce and talk to them, I want to be sure and thank my sponsors. Can't do it without them. First one is Jenny Blanton. She's going to handle all of your real estate needs in Central North Carolina. So if you're building that nice addition, looking for a house that you want to buy and you know plan for that, or you're looking to sell your home or something that's a little newer, reach out to her. She's going to be able to help you. Primarily Central North Carolina, Fayetteville, Pinehurst area. Again, Jenny Blanton, look her up. And then also Dogwood and Company, they will handle your large new construction, custom, any major additions and remodeling. Mostly Cary, Southern Wake County of North Carolina. Look them up, give them a call if it's something you're doing. Now, to my favorite people in the whole wide world, I'm so excited. We just had a meeting the other day. We have the Millers. We have Claudia and Alex. And you guys are from Illinois. You want to tell me where from Illinois you are? Well, I'm from Chicago. Chicago. And Alex? I'm actually from Greensboro, North Carolina, but I spent my last 16 years in Chicago. And so I, I claim Chicago as well. Yeah, I think after a couple of years in one place, you're you're actually from there. The cool thing, and of course, if you're from originally from the general area, we don't have the cold weather and the snow um, nearly as much as Chicago does. But hold on, because I checked the weather the other day, and it's really supposed to get cold here. Although, you know, I've, I've loved cold weather, so it's never really a big issue or a big deal for me. So um, let our listeners know and watchers that I sent you guys some questions, and we kind of go by that. You know, we're going to hit some of them. We're probably going to go off topic a little bit, but it gives us a guideline. Um, is there a general area or reason that brought you guys from the Chicago area? And just, I know... Claudia is already smiling. I know a lot of these answers, but I have to do them for our listeners. Is there a primary reason that brought you guys from the Chicago area that you've been at for a while too? And again, for people who don't know, we're Wake County. It's central North Carolina. It's right in the middle of North Carolina. Yes. Um, <clears throat> my job um, actually offered me a uh, management position and uh, asked us to relocate. And so that's what moved us from the Chicago suburbs to uh, Wake County. I love it. And one thing with Central North Carolina is we are certainly, and as you guys hopefully live here for a long time, there's been an explosion for a while, but certainly in the last, I would say, five to six years, there's a ton of growth. Research Triangle Park, we call it RTP for the people that have lived here for 100 years. Um, it's been very fortunate that they started developing that, I believe, in the um, the mid to the late 60s. And it's ton of acreage, so they're able to be built out. I was fortunate enough to be on a flight with Governor Hunt a couple of years ago coming from New York City, and we talked about it, and he was explaining how long that was in the making and how to make it happen and how large it was. I didn't realize that RTP was bigger than just like five acres in on the border of Durham and uh, Raleigh area, that it's quite large. So that's nice. We're definitely happy that you guys came from Chicago and you'll get a little bit of a taste um, of our weather coming up, but I promise you, you won't have snow, but probably more than 12 hours um, that happens. <laughs> so um, my next question I have is what was the determining factor 
that you guys decided that, hey, we need an interior designer. Um, I know a little bit of your history, and we made some jokes about um, the sketching and the drawing, and we certainly have a wonderful relationship. And gosh, I think we've been together now for, has it been six plus months or close to it? It goes by relatively quickly, but it's certainly been a time. But for people that are on the fence about hiring a designer or a decorator, and I'm definitely more of a designer, um, what gave you the idea to do that? Is it something that you knew to start with? Or if it's like, hey, I'm busy, I have a job, and then Claudia's busy doing her thing, that we need some help doing this. And again, it's a project. And I tell people that it's it's an expense, and it takes a fair amount of your time to be able to do, to accomplish. Yeah, it definitely, I mean, I am I run my own business. So I'm a career coach and my husband is in tech sales. So we're not interior designers and we know the value um, that it can bring. And especially with, this is our second time building a home. The first time around, at least we saw a model home. We kind of knew what we liked and what we wanted to change and kind of like the vibe and aesthetic we were going for. Again, I thought we did a really good job, but I bet you the interior designer like Eddie would have made it even wow factor. But the second time building around, there was no model. Right. It's literally, here's a plot of land, there's trees, and here's a blueprint. Are you guys ready to buy? There's no model. Apparently, North Carolina here, just houses sell so fast, right. there isn't a model home. So we're both not creative like that. That is not our expertise. And we knew that investing at this amount of money, and especially for I mean, we plan to at least be a forever home or a home that will, you know, grow our family and be there for 20 plus years that we needed to bring in a professional for something like this. And we did not want to screw it up and we wanted to do the right thing and make it look really nice. I love it. You know, I always tell people and hopefully I tell you enough, although I probably tell you too much. Uh, it's nice to be able to bounce ideas off of people. And again, you um, you really become and friends isn't really the right word, although you're certainly friendly, but you become a part of the family in a way that you're in someone's business. You know, whether you like it or you don't, you're there. Um, you're there for um, deaths. You're there for new dogs. You're there for situations that happen in the family and vice versa. Uh, you have to have that relationship. You know, if, if I'm having an off day or feeling or I'm behind on a project, I feel comfortable enough to call you guys up, you know, knock on wood, I've not had to do that yet and say, hey, we've got a meeting on Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. I'm really behind on another project for, you guys know, multiple reasons that can happen in construction. Is it okay to to move the project? And I believe that is super helpful when you start on the front side. Uh, and I can't tell you when I travel and do shows and people shoot me messages that we just don't know if the value is there to have a designer. And I'm the first one to tell people it's not cheap. It's not super expensive, but it's not free. I don't work for free and at McDonald's at night. I just love their fish sandwiches. Um, but it, it has an expense, but hopefully there's a value that's there. And it's not all on the front side. I know that was important for you guys. And we, we talked about the, the value of having it, but it's more about what works, what doesn't work. Having uh, for me, at least, I have a background in construction and work with multiple builders that after a meeting or after a call, I can pick up the phone or shoot you a message and say, well, I don't think that went really well or either it shouldn't take that long or, hey, I think the value is is there. Would you guys agree with that? Yes. yes. 
Absolutely. Um, and, and I mean, this, this relationship, we really feel like you work for us and, and that was important to us, right. um, you representing us. And, and honestly, we feel, um, like you've even gone above and beyond. Um, and so the, the value that we saw up front, um, has continued its way throughout the build process. Um, and, and I think that's important. Um, I think the other thing that really mattered is you've gotten to know us right. and, and our style and, and, and to be a representative for us uh, throughout this process and to make sure that we're asking the right questions, um, to make sure that we're thinking about the right things. And, and we didn't really have that coaching the first time we, we went through this process. And right. so we're, we're very much appreciative um, of the fact that we're able to take advantage uh, of that kind of partnership or relationship. Um, I love that. And I, I greatly appreciate it. And I'm certainly not the only, only one in the world that does this, but I, I try and take it to a little bit of a different level because there's a lot of factors to it. And I want our listeners to know, and I'm sure you guys have figured it out. This doesn't happen overnight. Um, you know, it's scary when people call me and say, Hey, I need a designer and I'm framing. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I was like, you should have hired me or a designer months before you started framing because you have to know what you like and what you don't like. You know, the um, I recorded a podcast before and we laughed about, you know, you guys know how much I love gold um, fixtures. And that's just life. And you, you, you joke about it and you make some of it work. We go, you know, we've been to tile selections. We've been to um, hardware and we look and we know that you guys like particular things. And I make it, try and make it work the best I can. I still throw a jab here and there that's there to make sure you know it. But that's the part of the process. I mean, and you, the goal is always that you love it. You want to have fun with it. Um, and it's not that you're ever uncomfortable with something. Again, it's a big deal. It's a lot of time. It's an investment in finances. It's an investment in your future. And you don't want to get in and say, gosh, I wish I would have done this differently or I wish I would have picked out the other top. And I'm a firm believer of being honest, although it's probably why I lose at poker is I'm a terrible liar, is that I don't think I could lie to you guys or any of my clients because I turn red and my ears turn pink. It's just it's something I can't do. But you're also paying for an honest opinion uh, that's in there. What I feel looks good, what doesn't look good, and also educate you why I don't, you know, what's not important. So I think that's really nice. I have to tell everyone, we talked right when we logged in that I love your doors behind you. And it's so odd that we did renderings, which we'll talk about in a minute, that had dark doors. So I love it. And you guys are living in an apartment temporarily. So um, let me know how that goes. I'm dealing with that right now with another client. So I had to cut my phone off because I couldn't deal with all the hate mail that was coming. So never a good thing. Um, next thing we want to discuss are surprises during the process. There's the big S word that we all hate. And I, again, very honest, but it happens. Are there one or two things that so far, and just to let people know, we're um, at past framing and hopefully today, tomorrow, yesterday, they started, well, they have started the rough end because you had the stuff for the um, air conditioning in. Have there been some surprises for you that you are not aware of that um, other than financial, which there always is, 
but that has popped to you and like, oh my gosh, we didn't think about this or we weren't expecting that because you guys are both very list people. You know what's going on. Um, I I will say the the first surprise um, was um, the amount of selections we needed to make um, that were not um, upfront, were not shared upfront that are important decisions to make, um, but were not really included um, in, in the cost of of those selections and those decisions. And so when we first um, created our budget, um, we did not anticipate that we would need another uh, bucket of funds to, to, to support some things that we thought were, were going to be a part of the package. Um, and I'll say one other thing is during the um, kind of the current economic um, conditions, um, inflation. So planning for that, when we looked originally, um, looked at setting aside our budget is understanding what that variable cost will be and where does that rank from a priority perspective as we look at, you know, upgrading certain, you know, portions and features um, you know, what do we keep? What's most important? Right. You know, what's a, what's a want versus a need? And, and, you know, as we look to build a family, it, it just, you know, it's almost like you can't plan for that. But I think that the one thing that was surprising is that it forced us to, to make some, some real decisions, you know, with your help and to figure out, you know, what are the must haves, um, with the budget we set aside over a year ago and what are we willing to, um, kind of let go and maybe look at down the line. I would say those are kind of the, the the two things that kind of caught me off guard the most. I think you're spot on. And mm-hmm. it's always very challenging in the beginning because I, I like to just to get straight to the chase when people call me and interview me about a job. It's it's about being creative, but a lot of it's about money. Um, and often, I hate to say this, the budgets or allowances that are given to um, buyers, to you guys and probably 90%, of other customers are short, uh, and which is why I asked from, I don't know if it was the first call, but it was probably the second call is, hey, do you have a budget? Do you have a line item? Let me look at it. And I think before we talked about gold, purple, green, yellow, I, I looked at that and looked at some of your inspiration pictures that you sent me. And I was like, oh my gosh, we are off by more than $10 here. <laughs> and how important is this to you? Do you have some more money, money to put in the bucket? Or are we going to have to take money out of another bucket to put in there? Um, I, I always ask, try and give a realistic budget from the front side. You guys brought me in a little bit later in the process. So you had hired your contractor and had made some selections, but you weren't in the framing. You had owned your lot. Um, I usually try and tell people, or not usually, I do tell people to have a slush fund, to have a variance, you know, report, over, um, uh, just something to set aside. Do you think that's relatively important? And for people that don't have that, um, I tell people 10%, and some of them look at me like I've got horns on my head. Um, and I know where we are, and that's a must. I mean, if, if you came in and other people have come in with 3 and 4 and 5%, I'm thinking, 
unless you have allowances and budget that blows everything out of the water, you're going to be in trouble. I mean, and or either you're not going to have any furniture. You're going to be sitting on lawn chairs inside. I mean, would you agree that it's important to have that slush or that variance going into construction? For one, uh, just inflation, you know, the cost of goods. You know, if you're bid on a project, you know, a year ago, I mean, it, instead of costing $50,000 to frame the exact same house could cost 70000 or 80000 And guess what? You got to pay for it. I mean, you don't get it for free. The builders don't work for net zero. Um, do you guys agree with that? Yeah, I think there's just so many variables. Like you mentioned, inflation, COVID happening, um, shipping of materials, the price of material overall. And I mean, honestly, like usually, like even in our previous home, when we look at a model home, they always give you with the upgrades. The model home always has upgrades. They don't give you like the standard what the home looks like. So even if you're like, well, I love what the model home looks like. If you're even lucky enough to see a model home, there's a lot of upgrades already involved in it. And, you know, one thing that we learned from our first house that we built is a lot of these things just we didn't know about or we didn't understand the importance of it. And then we realized that we had cardboard, like almost doors that they would just pop holes in it or even our garage door. With We were not even living there for two months and there was already a hole in the garage door. So we knew that we didn't want cardboard material. We're, in, we're putting in money, we're building it. We want this to last a while and not like feel like there's a wind and all of a sudden our door gets knocked down. So we really had to make that decision of these things are very important to us. And yes, I mean, you even tell us sometimes, 10 to 30%. We don't know what it's going to look like. You're going to make a selection now and it might be discontinued, which it has happened already yep. for some of those um, items that we've picked out. And then we have to choose another um, thing, another selection, and then that costs more. And then that's the price right now. We're not going to order that until you know we're at this stage of the house building. And by then, who knows what the price is? And there's just so many variables happening, especially right now. There's lots of variables. Um, you mentioned about punching through a door. I I, I, I laugh, and it's one of the, although I don't say punch through the door, but I always have a conversation. Most people don't know that there are different types of doors. Um, you know, there's hollow, there's semi-solid, there's solid, there's wood, there's press, there's, you know, not there's stained, there's something that you painted. And uh, often, if you have 20, 30, 40 doors in your home, and the allowance is for $120 a door, and the door that you really like is $300 a door, I mean, that adds up. And then, that, again, that money has to come from somewhere, where in the very front side, if you knew that factor, you may say, you know what, I absolutely don't want hollow, hollow court doors because I don't want a hole in them. So, you know, or I don't want pressed doors, you know, so we have to make that allowance. I'm looking at the hardware by your right ear, Claudia. Same thing is that often people will have a have an allowance for that hardware on your door that's say thirty or forty dollars a door, which is reasonable. But I, I call it Lowe's Home Depot. God knows I love them, but it's simple. Where you go look at a um, hardware that's hundred, hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty. I like to say it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, but you know, 30 doors, 40 doors times $100 over budget is, you know, three to $5,000. Are you okay with that? And I know that doesn't sound like a lot of money in the front, but when we look at our list and I can $3,000 you to death that's in there um, <laughs> and I don't make money off of it. You know, I, I get a paycheck from you guys and that's it. I'm always shopping for the better deal, but it's like, 
both of you and Alex suggested, you have to compromise how important is that, you know, and again, doors, I think, are really important. Lighting fixtures coming up are really important. You know, tile that we made selections the other day was really important to you. We had to, I think we revised that three different times because we were, again, it's other numbers came in and you're like, wow, you know, this is not what I thought and this is what is important to me and this is what I want. Um, I encourage people to do your pop and wow and bang in the areas that you see the most and then cut back in other secondary areas. And then that's ultimately what happens, but it's that is. And delays make a major factor into it. Speaking of delay, the delays, sorry, that's Charlie, is that do did the delays play any process in your or any thought in your decision making? I know it did on your refrigerator because when you first met, that was the probably the second thing you told me is that we've ordered our refrigerator already because it's going to take 10 years to get in. So did that the the delays that we've had over the last couple of years play any to in the selection process at all? It did. Um, yeah, we, you know, our appliances and windows, we, we were advised to order as soon as possible. And we, we wish we would have, we think we did very well there. Um, but it would have been great to have your, your, uh, your coaching, um, through that stage. And so we did have to kind of, uh, hit the gas, um, out the gate and then things stalled. Right. So right. one of the things we, had a little um, bit of uncomfort with is the pace of this process. So there were moments where out the gate, we were accelerated. Then things slowed down drastically <laughs> because of delays. And, you know, when we went and made a selection, we were then told to, oh, have an option two and an option three and, and be right. prepared to have to select one. And so things got quiet for a bit, but, you know, Working with you helped us stay organized on what should flow next. And so we tried to use that time time productively to at least get a feel for what we liked. Right. So that when, you know, we're asked to make that decision and things speed up again, it doesn't catch us off guard. So just being able to be comfort with not knowing the the the, the speed. Um, the speed ups and the slowdowns throughout the process, and know that it won't be linear. There'll be there'll be a roller coaster at times. Um, you know, was was a little unsettling at first, but now we've become better at managing um, that process down the back half. There's definitely some ups and downs and fast and slows. It's like hurry up and wait um, in many of the applications by far. No, no, I would say there's just a lot of variables happening, especially now because first it was. Permit. Well, first it was doing the thing. This is before we might have brought you in, Eddie, uh, but because we had someone else, but it was just iterations of like, oh, I think this should be going this way. This is how can we change this room where the door is located. So getting through that stage and then submitting to permits. Permits is taking such a long time. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of building happening here in North Carolina. So that took its time. Then it was, well, it's hard to get labor because there's so much construction going on right. in North Carolina here. So there have been so many variables happening, but yes, I mean, we already knew from our last house that it took our fridge almost six to eight months to get delivered. We were using a Yeti cooler and our <laughs> wine fridge, using it as a fridge because we did not have any, we moved into our home without a fridge. Right. And 
we knew like we need to order this now because right. I don't want to <laughs> live off of a Yeti cooler and a white cooler wait. as our fridge for the next few months. Mm-hmm. And that's but, very true. Some of them are uh, 12 months. I just had uh, the Ferguson's uh, regional with me and some of them are still at 12 months, which is unbelievable. And they don't see that changing anytime soon. So you do have to plan for it. Um, one thing I want to talk in before, believe it or not, we're at 25 minutes and Zoom's going to cut us off in a couple I wanted to get in renderings, um, something new that I've started doing in the last couple of years with you guys, and you liked it. How important do, do you feel that that is with, um, again, I think everybody is like me and can visualize everything in 3D, and they can't. Um, how important is that to you? It was non-negotiable. The When we were looking at interior designers, they had to have rendering. And that's one thing I really liked about you is you had, well, I love your style already. But you were able to provide us that rendering because we didn't have a model home. We literally just had blueprints and a lot with a lot of trees on it. And I'm not that great of (laughs) Yeah, a lot of trees. I don't have that great of imagination. And the rendering is probably making it feel real for us because we were able to say, like, yes, that's exactly what we want. And we want it to look like. And there's enough space. And we're also, I'm terrible at spacey. Like I think it's like this looks so small. And you're like, what are you talking about? This is a huge house. I'm like, I don't know, it feels kind of tiny. Right. Now that it's being built, I'm like, oh, yeah, it, it is a really big home. So the rendering was definitely a non-negotiable, and you did a really great job with that. Yeah, the renderings help, and it's something new that with the technology that came out, you know, AI, which Alex is probably thrilled that I know what that word is, um, um, it just can learn a lot and happen. And then just even one of the programs I use in the last probably six months, it does all of the trim for you which was amazing. And it does help. And what I love about it is it's, it shows you things that are minor that you don't know and see till you physically get in the job site. Um, as an example, uh, the, the vendor walk that we had the other day, which is you know where we meet certain vendors and we go through, on your um, fireplace, which was a really big ordeal for us, we wanted to, it to be nice and pretty and cool and a design feature. We had to do a drop down soffit on left and right side because of the venting for the fireplace. Well, you know, that wasn't in my drawings ever. And it would have been nice to put it in and be able to look at it. It it certainly wasn't a a deal breaker by any means, but it's nice that you have to adjust and create and design on the fly. And that's a great example. And also laying out that furniture where, again, I can look at something and say, okay, well, these pieces are going to fit. These pieces are not going to fit. Your basement was another example. You know, it was like we want a pool table and this table and a sofa and a bit and this and that. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, where's the other house? So when you're <laughs> able to put that stuff in and see it, it's not just just my word, which I know carries a lot of weight. But I can explain this is why I don't believe it's going to work out. This The space planning is not going to play out with everything I think a huge mistake people make is they just cram too I call it Texas-itis. They cram too much stuff. It's too big. It's too large of a scale. And you can't do that. You guys are leaning a little bit more modern in your flavor. That is definitely not modern. I mean, you have to play with that. And being able to see it is nice. And I think that we've changed a couple of factors. I know the tile backsplash and the wet bar in the basement. We've moved a little bit. Talked to you guys into tiling an entire wall versus doing, or at least I think I did, instead of just doing it behind the cabinet. I think you have to see that, you know, in person, well, not in person, but a visual, a 3D rendering, you're able to see it and say, okay, well, this is important, this isn't important. And when the budgets and the numbers come back, you know, we talk about overages and, you know, 
I was the first one to say that, oh my gosh, this backsplash is going to be a lot, you know, but we love it. And then when you kind of get the number and you start weighing things out, what's more important, what's not as important, this is a cool look, you know, and, and my opinion was I'd rather you have more of the tile than an expensive tile. Cause again, it's the layer, it's the light, it's the cabinets, it's the countertop, everything layering to layering together is nice because if you had a fabulous $10,000 backsplash and crappy light fixtures that hang on a extension cord and a horrible <laughs> plywood countertop, no one's going to come in and say, ooh, I love your backsplash. They're going to say, eh, what did you do? And then I'm going to say, yeah. don't tell them that you know me. Uh, so, I mean, that's a, it's a really, really good idea. And I, I think it's nice. It's something different that's in the industry. And I will say, I'm glad that you pushed me to do it. Um, I've done it roughly on a few other projects, but again, I've been doing this for a long time. Way, I mean, we had to render that stuff by hand. So, I mean, just into probably the last five or six years, the technology has come out where you can do these renderings, and then it was horrifically expensive. You know, now it's not as bad, and I can't imagine drawing a room because you can't drag the chair and move it around. Now, you don't like the chair there. Oh, well, five seconds later, you move it around. And it may not be the exact color white, but it's close enough, you know, that gives you the general idea. And for us, we could see what physically fit in the space. Oh, my gosh, these windows, they got to come in. They got to come out. And, and and that works in it. So I'm happy to hear that you guys valued it on the inside. I also think that it played a major role on the exterior with the different color of the brick and the soffit and the trim and the box trim. Do you guys agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> Curb appeal was super important to us and that visual of what we were going to be pulling up to, we wanted to feel that. And so you creating that rendering and that visual allowed us to feel like, you know, the, the money that we're spending, we're, we're getting our dream home. And so, um, we, if we were to do this again, um, we would ask to render and, and, and leverage that technology. It, it It's a game changer. And it's really helped us feel more comfortable about the decisions we have made um, throughout this process. We would have brought you in earlier. <laughs> well, thank you. I was going to suggest that too. Um, <laughs> I love to hear that. And ultimately, I know that there's an associated expense with the interior rendering and even more so with the exterior rendering. And I will say, full disclosure, I'm the first one to say, why in the world do we need to render their outside? It's going to be beautiful. We can do paint samples, but if you're not visual and you don't see it, you don't know. And ultimately, it could be the best, even with the samples, you know, five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars that you ever spent. Because again, if the designer has to spend extra time on meeting with you, you still have to pay for that. So it's almost a lateral move that's on there. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it's absolutely wonderful and beautiful and that it worked out and you were happy for it. Are there three items that you could tell me or tell us that you think are really important? Excuse me, in the process. Uh, the, the first uh, item I would say is um, have a budget and also have the slush funds to the side uh, just for ease and comfort going through this process because there are already always costs that will pop up that you want to be prepared for. Um, I'll give one more and I'll turn it, turn it over to my wife. Um, the interior designer, um, 
option and especially working with you, Eddie, is a no-brainer. Um, and I think planning <clears throat> for that, um, budgeting for that cost and and being able to have a coach um, and a teammate and a partner throughout the process has really made um, this experience um, uh, manageable, enjoyable, and for the length of time that it's taken due to things out of our control, or out of control, it's great to have someone that we get along <laughs> with and value that's credible. Right. Um, that's important. So uh, making that right selection up front, I would say, is kind of my second important um, factor. And I'll give my wife the last one. Love it. I would say just make sure that you plan in advance what you wanted. So, for example, we knew we wanted a pool. That was, again, another non-negotiable. So we were very particular at the where we were location, if it was permit available, all these things. And we vocalized that to you. We vocalized to the builder and everyone. And we almost had a scare where they're like, well, we don't think we can build mm, it's going to fit. At that point, I'm like, I'm, I'm walking away. This is a right. non-negotiable. But we just had the wrong permit plans that showed that we actually could build a nice size pool. But had we not been vocal and had known that up front, then we probably could have been in that situation or they, they actually moved some things around because it's a septic tank. They moved it in order to give us enough space for that pool. But again, had we not communicated or known that or said that right off the bat, we would have been in deep trouble. And honestly, I would have said, let's just walk away. I it was tough. not moving in there. There's no way um, that was a monster. <laughs> I think planning and having a tough. great team overall will set you up for success. I agree. I agree. Guys, it's about to cut me off. And then it sounds like I'm also choking to death, which I'm not. Thank you so much. I am excited for your house. We're at a wonderful stage. Rough ends happening. Roofs going on. <clears throat> Great weather. It's going to look beautiful. Thank you so much for your advice. Excited for all of our listeners to get some ideas from you guys. And we will talk to you real, real soon. What a wonderful show. What a wonderful call Zoom that we had Zoom call with Alex and Claudia. Love working with clients who are building a new project and they can share their experiences. That's so nice. Their experience is what is leading me to my terrific three tips for this podcast. Kind of recapping a little bit of what they talked about. One, renderings. They are so incredibly helpful for your interior your furniture placement, having a really good understanding, the spacing, the area that you're going to have, definitely consider the renderings for your project, both on the inside and the outside. Number two, vendor walks, really important. We've talked about this in the past. Once that reef goes on and your framing happens, meet with your primary vendors. That's your heating and ventilation, your electrician, your plumber, your <clears throat> anything that's going to go on the inside, you want to meet with those people separately, at least for 30 minutes or an hour and have an understanding where everything is going to go that is associated with that vendor. And the third, but definitely not last, understand your cost, understand your real cost and have a contingency or a slush fund. I would say at least 10%. Not of the cost of the land, but the cost to build your home. So if you're spending a million dollars on building your home sticks and bricks, I would at least put $100,000, if not $150,000, 
set aside on the project. So if there's inflational costs that you have no control over, you decide that you want something beautiful and nice and you have to have it, you have the budget for it and you don't have to put it off. Those are really big factors. So remember these three tips on your next remodel or your next new construction project and you'll be okay and not stressed out. Don't want to be stressed out on your project. No fun. Wrapping this podcast up, want to thank my two sponsors I have. Dogwood and Company is going to handle any of your new construction needs or remodeling more in central North Carolina. Give them a call. See if it's something they can help you out with. Don't forget to plan. It takes a little bit of time to do that. And then also, oh, Jenny, excuse me, also Jenny Blanton. She's going to handle all of your real estate needs again in central North Carolina, down near Pinehurst, Fayetteville area, Cary. Give her a call if you're buying or selling your home, need something new, need something old, want to refresh it a little bit. Give her a call and she can help you out. Thanks everyone for listening. Want to encourage you to like and subscribe to Designers Lane Podcast. This way, whenever there's a new podcast that comes out, you get an alert, you know what's happening. You can listen to it either in your car or if you're at the gym. You can also watch it on YouTube and listen to it on your favorite platform. So don't forget, we're just not on one area. There are a couple. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I hope you guys have a great day and we will talk to you real soon.